when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to She and Her. This is Sandra Davidson with my co-host Anita Rao. You guys are listening to 104.7 WHUPLP Hillsborough. We are here. We were four minutes late. We were a little bit later because Anita wouldn't parallel park. <laughs> I learned something new about you today. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Uh. Y'all, this was like an elephant-sized <laughs> parking space and she refused to park in it i just i can't do it that was the one thing i failed in driver's ed and i just still can't do it i don't know that i passed driver's ed today like this the road sign test oh i know i had to actually pass that again to get my north carolina license so i had to like study but john's new car has um cameras on either side so i'm thinking I'm going to learn how to parallel park. (laughs) With the support of technology. (laughs) With the support of technology. We had this driver's ed instructor in Harnett County who was legendary. So first of all, driver's ed is such a hilarious thing to have to go through. So in, in North Carolina, you could test out of the class and you would just have to get the hours in the car before you, for your permit before you took a test. Oh. I know in Iowa, you could, what, drive at like 13? Is that 14, right? but you oh, had to take the class. Okay, so you didn't in North Carolina. But all of the, it was usually like the geometry teacher or the math teacher who was like, would pick you up in the state car and you'd put the little thing on the, the hood of the car and like student driver. And we ran errands for those teachers the whole time. <laughs> We would go pick up their groceries. (laughs) We would go, like, drop flowers somewhere, which is hilarious. But the lady, there's this one lady who you had to take your test with, and everybody was so frightened of her. Because she was just scary? Because she was scary and because people were prone to fail. Driver's ed. I personally did not fail driver's ed, I'm proud to say. I. But you did. I know I failed that one part. Okay. I didn't fail the whole show. Did you get your learner's permit at 14? Yeah. Wow. That's wild. Yep. And you could drive to, you could, it was a school permit. So you could drive to and from school um, alone once you've taken driver's ed with no detours. But like, luckily, my parents moved when I was a freshman. And so, like, to and from school for me was like pretty far. It was like a, almost like 17 minute drive. And there was so much on the way home. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. On the way between, I could stop at Taco. Bell, I could stop it. <laughs> like the whole Coralville Strip. 
Anyways, all that to say, um, we drove here tonight. We drove here tonight. <laughs> That's the point we're getting. To. I still can't parallel park at age thirty. Sandra turned thirty yesterday, mm-hmm. and we are going to reflect now as we are wont to do. Yeah, we like to reflect. We do. We, we like to process. We like to metabolize. Yes. These things that we're living through. We do and dealing with. So we're going to talk about. What we're letting go of, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's start there. What are you letting go of from your 20s? So my initial instinct when you said that was uh, perfectionism. Ooh. Yeah. So. That's major. It's pretty big. I'm going to take a drink after you Take a drink. So my, uh, I was in Mexico for Christmas with my partner and his family and this is the second year in a row that we've done kind of like an intention setting or writing exercise um, where everyone writes and then we all kind of like contribute it together. And I was writing my paragraph about my intention for the year and my intention for this year is integration um, because I feel like kind of as I turned 30 and I thought a lot about like the latter half of my 20s and my Saturn return, my 27 to 29 and all the things I learned, I feel like I did a ton of growing and reflecting and processing and now I kind of just want to integrate all of that Mm. and put it into practice into my life as well as kind of like yeah figure out what sticks and figure out like what to let go of um so part of the integration thing that I am working on is like that I want so I think I'm like I'm very much like a striver an achiever uh a doer and I realized that like the people that I've really been drawn to as like my I don't know lifestyle inspirations on social media and all of that in the past year have been people that are like really touting this message of imperfection Mm -hmm. and the idea that you can use your tendencies to strive and achieve and instead of focusing on being like 100% perfect 100% of the time focus on being like 70% perfect 100% of the time Mm. and that frame to me was like felt so it just really resonated the idea that like I can use all of this energy that I have that wants to be like goal oriented and achievement oriented but I can actually make my goal being 70% perfect not 100% perfect not that I'm ever 100% perfect but just the idea that my frame is that like the thing I'm actually striving for is not perfection because perfection is unattainable. I wouldn't be happy if that were my life and I would like lose a lot in the pursuit of that. I feel like you're going to have so much more energy. Yeah, you think? I feel like it's going to be that's not, this, like it's going to be freeing. Yeah. And that pressure to be that excellent is tiresome, I would imagine. Yeah. It is and it's not even I think it is and isn't like it's energizing because I like I Drive. like I, I, I'm driven. I like achieving things. And I like that about you. Yeah. Thanks. But it's like it's almost like I kind of have to like circumvent myself by saying like, OK, but the thing you're striving for here is only like 70 percent. And so it's like I can, <laughs> I'm going to work really hard at getting to 70 percent. And like what that means is like. Honestly, like it means that I am like allowing myself to see reading a book as like just as productive as mm-hmm. whatever else. So it's like it's more just about like a reframe for myself. Yeah. So letting go of perfection. 
Love so that's it. mine. How okay. about you? So I think that my 20s were very informative and they were quite a roller coaster, I would say. Mm -hmm. And I think there was a lot of personal growth and a lot of me sort of being a chameleon at certain points in my life in certain situations. And what I've realized is that I just want to let go of the negative and I've used this way to describe myself recently, but I am a very intuitive person and like emotionally intuitive. So often when people are feeling some kind of way, I can perceive of it and I really absorb that and it really can affect how I move through the world. And my goal is to not let that be the case if that energy doesn't serve me Hmm. it takes a lot of work I think to remain positive oh yeah and it takes a lot of intentionality and I am just really channeling that this year because I don't want to be a negative person or a cynical person or a person who's bitter or in a bad mood all the time and I don't think that generally I am but sometimes internally I feel that way about things in my life and it can be so tiresome Mm -hmm. so I'm letting all of that go and I am trying to wake up every day and feel excited about the opportunity to live my day and to find joy in my day yeah I love it thanks (laughs) that is a good energy to start the new year and a new decade with Hello, this is Sheila, Anita's mom, calling in to uh, give you a little snapshot of what life was like for me when I was in my 30s. I turned 30 in 1992, and it was really a very big year for me, um, right around when I celebrated my birthday. We had, we had purchased a house, our first home in the United States, 1855 Grass Lawn Drive, and we were just so happy and excited. I'll set the scene for how, you know, I was feeling and how I was looking. I, um, we have a, I have a picture of me and Satish at the closing. I'm looking like Sandy from Greece. I have a pink polka dot skirt and some pink pumps and a white sleeveless top. And uh, Satish had a ton of hair and we were just, we were proud. We had come to the U.S. and really this was going to be a time for us to be settled. So I was feeling like, okay, this is going to be a new chapter in life for us. We'll be settled. We won't be separated. We had been uh, living separately for a little while because I was staying with my parents in England while Satish uh, was studying for the exams to move to America. So moving here meant we could be together and that, you know, we would be together as a family, which was going to be huge. Um, I, as, a, as a 30-year-old, I had a three-year-old daughter who was Anita, and I had Priyanka who was five. And my thoughts were entirely focused on them and the new house and all the things we were going to do. Very, very, very good memories. And I was getting, I was planning also to do my nursing exam. So I was taking online classes in all kinds of things. So a typical day for me would be dropping, um, putting both of the girls in the car. We had only one car at the time. So dropping Satish at the hospital, um, then coming back, taking Priyanka to school, Anita was just three years old, so she'd be with me um, 
at keeping her busy, entertaining her, cooking, thinking about what we're going to do with the house, get a new carpet, um, curtains, do this, do that. So just fully, fully immersed as a housewife and happy, happy, happy. And then um, I had Nikhilish when I was 33 years old and um, even more happy. So um, that's a snapshot. And it was it was a great life and didn't regret a day and love it still. You guys have a great day. Love. Hello, this is Rebecca. I'm Sandra's mom. And I guess that the main thing about my life between 30 and 40 was that it was basically upended because I had my children during that decade. And that opened up a world that was completely unanticipated to me and really one that I'd never really thought about or tried to imagine. Uh, My experience before I had my children was uh, pretty much myself as a young woman who was very independent, uh, very self-directed, felt very satisfied with her life, and I really enjoyed it. I was very lucky because I was able to both be a parent and also to continue to work, but that would have been extremely difficult if I had not had the type of working situation I did, which was that I was working in a small family firm that was extremely supportive of how and the time that I felt I needed in order to to be my best self as a parent. And I guess it also caused me to think some about what is most important, which I believe are relationships. And I certainly don't say that that's what would and should be most important to everyone, but as it turns out, that's what's most important to me in my life. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What are any kind of pressures or anxieties you are feeling <laughs> as the 3-0 settles? Well, I think the way that you asked this question in a text <laughs> was, what pressures do you feel for your 30s specifically? Yeah. And I think the answer to that is rather obvious. 
And it is that your biological clock is ticking. Uh Uh-huh. And that 30s is kind of the time to make some decisions about babies. That's a pressure I feel. Mm -hmm. What about you? Do you feel that Um, pressure? I do, but I feel like I'm really... This is interesting. I was at a baby shower on Saturday for one of my coworkers, and she is 37, about to be 38. And one of the women at the baby shower had one kid who was about five who she brought with her. And I was just kind of making small talks. I don't really know her very well. And I was like, oh, like, how old's your daughter? And she's like, five. And I was like, have you ever thought of having other kids? She was like, nope. She's like, I waited till I was 41 to have her. And so, you know, that was enough. And I was like, okay. So I, I feel like I have this sense, and maybe it's false, <laughs> but that, like, I totally am aware of the biology and the science but I, I don't know. I feel a little bit less like pressure, I guess. And maybe that will, I mean, maybe I will regret this at some point when I decide I really want to have a kid and then I try and it's really hard. Um, but I feel like at this point I feel kind of unsure enough that I'm okay with accepting the risk that if and when I decide 100% and I try and it's not happening, like I will figure out what I need to do. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. My mom and I were talking about this over break. She was just saying, she was like, you know, I, your dad and I didn't have any time to adjust to life as adults where we weren't parents. Cause like they started having kids like pretty soon after they got married. And she's like, and now that I see like how you and your sister are, like I can imagine that it's, it's much harder cause you're so much more aware of what you're giving up. So I feel like for me that like, it's like an intuitive decision that I can imagine there may be a time. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping there's a time when I like I get a more clear signal for mm-hmm. my heart mm-hmm. or my brain. But at this point, I feel like pretty or unsure or my ovaries. That makes sense to me. How about you? I mean, my mother had me when she was 36. So it's not like I'm feeling pressure on that kind of timeline at all. But I do feel like it's just more on my radar now that I'm in my yeah. 30s than it was when I'm in my 20s. But I don't really – I'm, I'm kind of like you in the sense that it ain't really troubling me today. It might next year or the next couple of years. But I think the thing that makes me more hyper aware of it is that I'm now seeing more people our age or in our in our friend group who are starting to think about that or who are having kids. And mm. then, then it's like, oh, wow, I guess, guess this might be the time to do it for some folks. Yeah. But I really like my life right now. Yeah. Aside from the biological ticking clock, (laughs) Uh is there anything else? (laughs) The BTC. That this Um, decade brings mm. about for you? I don't know. Just constantly trying to live in the present Mm -hmm. and be a good person and feel, feel like... I am living in the world and being a part of our community. It's so easy to feel so disconnected. And there are a lot of things in our culture that disconnect us from people. And I just want to keep pushing that stuff away and really centering in on what is important to me, my family and my friends, being a good person and and enjoying and loving life. Mm -hmm. What about you? Yeah, similarly. I mean, I think I've been, I'm really grateful for and want to continue to cultivate inter, 
generational <laughs> friendships with other I love women. That. Yes. Because I feel it's like beautiful. that's like a really I don't know, and just kind of like wanting to to surround myself with women who are experiencing their 30s and 40s in a variety of different ways and to like kind of normalizing like what all of those paths could look like for myself. That's like very important to me. Okay, so I would like to share something else about my 30s. Tell me. <laughs> Which I think it might stimulate some conversation. I'd like to hear if you have a similar thing. Okay. So what I have decided to do is, okay, back up. A couple months ago, I went to the mountains with my family and one of my best friend's families. And she picked up these two books from a free library. You know, they have those little tiny free yeah, libraries. Yeah, yeah. And one was a Louis L'Amour novel called Radigan. And it was just such a hilarious Western novel about this rather one-dimensional cowboy. But I tore through that book. <laughs> I read it so quickly. And then it, it, got, it got me inspired. So I went to the Mountain House bookshelf. And I said, what on this bookshelf can also be like that? And I found this amazingly juicy crime novel about like a Texas Ranger and a judge who he saves the judge life but she's making the decision about is he going to keep his daughter or is okay and I have opened up a world of literature to myself so I'm reading pretty <laughs> trashy novels right now <laughs> I love it and girl it is like such a great thing because you're still reading so it yeah. still feels different than looking at a screen yeah but it's quite quite relaxing (laughs) (laughs) so I would like I know that you're on like a novelistic journey yeah I'm alternating between like highbrow and lowbrow so oh love it just went to London and my mom brought me these amazing a nonfiction and a fictional book reading this fictional book about Thomas Cromwell and it is it is elevated I would say but I read that the night before last and I was super into it then Last night when I was going to bed, I was like, do I want to read? I'm not really in the mood about for that. So now I'm reading another trashy novel about a southern family from New Orleans <laughs> who are settling their family. Actually, family estates seem to be like a common theme uh-huh. where like violence and mystery and seduction all intertwine. But yeah, recommend. Love it. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. Well, we're on different. Yeah. So my one of my New Year's resolutions is to read like at least a book a month. And I already read uh, one mm-hmm. mostly because I was sick. <laughs> um, what was that one? It was a nonfiction book by Kelsey Miller. She is a Refinery29 or she's a former Refinery29 writer who did the Anti-Diet Project. Okay. Have you ever read that? No, I haven't. Um, it's kind of like her memoir. And while I had this plague, I, like, could not watch anything because, like, my eyes hurt too much. So I was just lying down listening to audiobooks. So I listened to her book all day on Monday, Tuesday. <sighs> the physical reading thing, man. My problem is I just start to fall asleep. Like, do you – are you so you've been reading before bed? Uh, a little bit of everything. Okay. Sometimes I'll read with breakfast. I don't know if it's getting really good. Yeah. That's impressive. I, um, I'd like to read Educated. Have you heard about this book? No, but my, well, I mean, yes, my mom loved it. So my partner's mom was reading it when we were on vacation together, and she was like literally pulling it up on her phone to read it when we were, you know, in transit. Wow. It was so good. She okay. Said, you have got to read this book. So that's on my book list. Okay. Uh, okay. I think we're out of time. Well, thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you for listening. We as wizened 30-year-olds 
I mean, yes, <laughs> we're happy to share our wisdom with you. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, but any questions? Thank you for real. Thank you for listening. You can follow she and her at she and her radio on Facebook and Instagram, and we're on any place you can get a podcast. We do this live radio broadcast, but we also roll these shows in the podcast. Rate us on there. Leave a review. Also, send us your ideas for what you'd like to hear us talk about. We're in the process of continuing to develop new show concepts for this season, and we want to hear what y'all are into. Yes. Let us know. Okay. Have a great night. See you guys soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.